Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Welcome to the Mary Say Podcast. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm joined today by my wife, Karen. It's good to be here. Thank you. Good to have you here. This podcast exists to help you thrive in your marriage and also to uh, solve any problems you may be having. Everybody has challenges in their marriage, so we want to help you with any challenges you may have. This program today, we're talking about closing ranks with your spouse and being a united front. Now, this is when I hear this, Karen, I immediately think of parenting. But it's not just about parenting. It can be about in-laws. Mm-hmm. It can be about any, job. It can be about job. It can be about anything. But, you know, one of the laws of marriage is they too shall become one flesh. That's mm-hmm. Genesis 2.24. And it means we're one. We can't we can't be divided. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear some, sometimes people say we agree to disagree. I think. You can't on, walk together if you just. <laughs> well, it, you know, regarding a political candidate or something. Well, that may be okay, but not related to anything important in life. Yeah. But being a united front, um, the one, several issues here. One is parenting. I want to talk about that. So children are masters at dividing their parents. <laughs> yes. They're masters at it. And so you and I decided uh, when we our kids were very young and the Lord had healed our marriage that we were going to be a united front. Now, um, this meant several things. So I would hear one of the kids disrespecting you, mm-hmm. uh, talking to you, and especially you and Julie had, and you and Julie are best friends today, but you and Julie had a tense relationship, to say the least. And I would hear Julie talking to you, and i say, Julie, don't talk to your mother that way. Well, the point is, what she says to you, she's saying to me. I don't let her sit there and disrespect you and act like it's not me. We're a united front. Mm-hmm. Whatever they do to you, they're doing to me. Mm-hmm. This, Brent, Brent was the same way. The other thing is, they would come and say to me, uh, Dad, can I spend the night with so-and-so? Mm-hmm. I said, let me talk to your mother. Well, she won't care. Or, yeah, she's she's already said yes. Well, they they lie. I hate to say it, but they will lie. So you and I would get alone together mm-hmm. and talk about something. Um, and we would and we would come up with a decision. And related to our children, we were always down in front. And let me say this. So you had an uh, issue with Julie. Julie was a teenager. And Julie was a good girl, but she was very strong-willed. And Julie has my personality, and Brent has your personality. And it was, and you and Julie had a difficult relationship, to say the least. And uh, y'all fought every day. It was, it was like it was constant. And and I was sympathetic toward Julie. Uh, I felt like you were being too hard on her. Uh, blah blah blah. Well, so you and I couldn't work it out, and uh, we couldn't. I mean, we tried, and it, you know, it didn't ruin our marriage, but it affected us. And you were resentful that uh, I was sympathetic toward Julie. So we went to see uh, Ann Billington, and she was on my staff. Uh, she was a counselor, but we both trusted her and had a good relationship with her. So we walked into Ann's office, and we agreed, let's go get counseling. We also agreed this. We're not going to shop the counseling. Now, shopping counseling means I'm going to go get counseling, and if I don't like it, I'm going to go shop somewhere else. So we went into Ann's office, and we said... Uh, we can't agree on Julie. Uh, we have a disagreement. And I said, Ann, I'm not here as your boss. I'm here as a 
a friend and as a church member. And whatever you say to us, that's going to be the decision. So I shared how I felt, and you shared how you felt. And immediately after you shared how you felt, Ann said, Jimmy, you're wrong, and blah, blah, blah. Well, I didn't think I was wrong. I mean, 100%. I thought you were wrong and I was right. Now, that was Julie's 49 years old, so that was many years ago. I was wrong. I look back on it. I was wrong. There was something in me that was relating to something in Julie that I was wrong. I mean, I was just, I was thinking, I wish somebody would have, you know, I wish somebody would have done this for me when I was a kid, rather than saying this is wrong. So I said to you, Karen, I'm sorry. And from that point forward, it was never an issue again. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we didn't agree. I didn't walk out of Ann's, uh, Ann's office agreeing. I walked out of Ann's office saying I'm wrong. And I'm not going to make this an issue anymore. But the point is, with Julie, from that day forward, we were a united front. Mm -hmm. You cannot be a divided front related to your kids. What do you think about that? Well, I agree. And that, that story is true. I was thinking of, besides children, though, even friendships, you know. And, and then other times where you and I have, you know, gotten into fights is because, you know, we're around somebody and we're disrespectful to each other or we're being sarcastic in a group. And, you know, we take advantage of a group setting and you say things that are not nice and blah, blah, blah. And, and that right there divides us. I mean, that's that's not putting ourselves in a place of yeah. we're a united front. And, um, and so, you know, I think that this whole topic has to do with every part of our experiences of life that we encounter together, whether it's work, whether it's our kids, our in-laws, our parents, uh, being around friends, um, you know, it's how we treat each other. It's how we, yeah. you know, what what can come and divide us, you know, and, and having those, you know, I'm thinking right now, you know, Brent and Stephanie are having a vision retreat and, um, you know, I just... That's our son and daughter-in-law. Yeah, and so, so it's just such a blessing that to know that they are reinforcing the things that we say and and i'm saying that about the vision retreat because sometimes you need to, to go over these things you need to talk about these things of what could divide us what are we not united in what are we not standing yeah. firmly in because with a vision retreat god's in the middle and he's the one who's you know we're getting our orders from or we're living our life for and um is is there a place that you know that we are weekend. And I, I bring that subject up about, you know, how we talk about each other, around each other with other people, you know, because that was a sore spot, you know, of, yeah. you know, each, each, each of us feeling disrespected and, and taken. It's like a target. What did, where did that come from? Yeah. You know, and it's that pent up thing that you take out on somebody else because you're not being honest about how you're feeling about something. And um, you're not honest privately, but you do it in a group. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it, and it comes let, me, let me say something about vision retreat for just a minute. A vision retreat is where you take three or four days away and you pray about, you take the first part of the day and you pray and talk. And we have a guidebook, a vision retreat guidebook here that we put, you and I wrote mm -hmm. after many, many years of doing vision retreats. It's a transforming experience and it's proactive. Rather than constantly reacting to problems, you're you're taking the time out without children, mm -hmm. getting away and taking three or four days and sitting down and talking and praying through every issue and coming up with a point of agreement. Do it every year. It's a Brent Stephanie, our son and daughter-in-law, Julie and Corey also do it. It's a it's a foundational discipline 
of marriage. And if you feel divided, this will unite you. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic thing to do. Go ahead, Karen. No, I, I think you just wrap that up. But, you know, I agree. I think that there's just there's just things that we're always going to be dealing with. You know, it's just, you know, when and I, I think about how much we have. How this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. How EXO Marriage is, we have so much product, we have so much teaching, we have so many things that people can learn from. And I always like to say, though, well, you can learn a lot, but are you applying it to your life? Right. You know, it's like the Word of God. You, you know, you can read it, look in the mirror and walk away and forget. You have to apply these things. They don't just sound good. No. You have to make a discipline in your life that I am actually going to take one thing and apply it to our marriage. And we're going we're gonna to get this one thing done and, and get it done well. And then we're going to go on to the next, you know, because it's, it's an easy thing. All marriages can work. You know, we've we're living proof. We have a ministry that proves marriages can work if you just do it the way God said. You have to, the two shall become one. Mm -hmm. And that means marriage is about sharing. Mar if you wanted to live, if you wanted to be separate and single, you should have should not got married. Yeah. But marriage is about sharing. And that is mm -hmm. sharing children, mm -hmm. sharing decision making. We don't make any major decision without agreeing. And uh, and one of one of the decisions that sometimes people have to make, we, we did early in our marriage, is how much can I spend without you being in agreement with me? Mm. And when we were broke early in our marriage, it was if I went to the seven eleven got a slurpee, you know, we had to talk about it. But what what do you not mind me doing in, independent of you? But the other part of that is there are things I very much mind you doing because what you're saying is you're separate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, let me talk about separate bank accounts for just a minute, talking about being united front. Mm -hmm. I think it's very dangerous. I think separate money means separate, uh, separateness. Separate everything. Yeah, separate. <laughs> and now, some people might argue for it. You need to share. When you share a bank account, that means you have to share conversations. You have to share decisions. And that's what marriage is about. Marriage is not about having the convenience. In other words, you, you, you have your side of the house, I have my side of the house, you have your money, I have my money. You know, that's not how marriage mm -hmm. works. We're all, what causes the intimacy and goodwill of a marriage is we're sharing everything. Mm -hmm. We're having to talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me talk about one other issue before we close, and that is uh, blended families or step families. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about being a united front. When you get remarried uh, and you have children, either your own biological children or someone else's children or both, that is a real challenge because your your children from a blended family a lot of times have a lot easier time of separating you. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not my that's not my real dad. That's not my real mom. You can't mm -hmm. tell me what to do. So I had a couple in my office many years ago 
wonderful couple, very, very attracted to each other, very compatible with each other. She had two children from a previous marriage. He didn't have any kids, and they got married. Well, his her children terrorized him. They came in my office, and he said, I love her. I love her. I'm, you know, attracted to her. I want to be married to, to her, but her children are absolutely harassing me and drive me crazy, and I can't take any more. And I turned to her, and I said, um, are you not willing to allow him to, are you not standing up to your children and what they're doing to him? And she said, my kids have come out of a tough situation with their dad in my divorce, and they're hurting, and I can't afford to lose my children. Mm -hmm. And I said, boy, can you afford to lose him? And she said, I'll lose him before I lose my children. Mm -hmm. And they divorced they, they divorced him. They separated in my office that day. And he looked at her and said, I'm not taking any more abuse from your kids. And she said, bye. And it, it was sad. But, but the point being, when you get remarried, mm -hmm. you have to give your spouse ownership. This is They two should become one. Mm -hmm. See, if a bad marriage hurt your children, a good marriage will heal them. Mm -hmm. But if you keep letting your children separate you, you'll go through marriage after marriage mm -hmm. after marriage. And the children just keep getting hurt by that. So if she would if she would have said this in my office that day, uh, absolutely, you're, you come before the kids. The kids are going to leave. Mm -hmm. Your marriage is supposed to be for the rest of your life. The kids are going to leave. They're, they're going to spend 18, 19 years with you, and then they're gone. Mm -hmm. But your marriage is going to last. The other thing is if you don't show your children a good marriage, how are they going to have a good marriage later on? Mm -hmm. You're training them later for marriage. And so be a united front, regardless of what the issue is. Make a decision. We're a two-headed team here. Nothing's going to separate us. We're going to talk about it. We're going to pray about it. But we're not going to act without each other. And that's one of the bedrocks of a great marriage. We hope that this has helped you today. Listen, we have a vision retreat guidebook at xomarriage.com. It will lead you through the entire process of having a vision retreat and also give you a place to record all of your decisions. It's made especially for having vision retreats. We also have counseling here. If you have a problem that you can't work through, we have mediation. That's what we call our marriage counseling. xomarriage.com. Just look at the place on the page that says mediation. One hour, two hour, via video, in person, via phone. We do two, uh, one or two day, all day intensives to help you in your marriage, wherever you are. Go on there and fill out the form. We'll get in touch with you and get you to schedule for some counseling. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you here next time on Marriage Day Podcast. Hey, this is Brent Evans with Exo Marriage, and I want to thank you for listening to the Marriage Today Podcast. We believe your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. If you enjoyed today's teaching and want to keep learning, hey, subscribe to the Marriage Today podcast and take some time to leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word and can encourage someone else in need. For more great marriage content, check out xomarriage.com where you can see all of our marriage building resources, articles, and live events.